right, it's Larry Herb, Xbox's Major Nelson. Welcome to the official Xbox podcast. I have some great news for everybody this week. Well, maybe not great, great news. Great news? <laughs> well, the, the gang is What's back. I mean, last news? week we had oh. different folks, and now we've got uh, now we've got the kind of the core group here. But here's the really great news. Everybody's going to join us this week. Do you know why? How's that work? Well, we've got some interviews later on. Malik did one, and Kelly did the other. So we're gonna, kind of everybody's here in the show. You know, I was catching up, That's and awesome. uh, uh, Joe was really good too. Uh, yeah, yeah we got to get Joe back, back on. Uh, Joe was, please, oh, yeah. let's have him do that. Joe is uh, Joe is the has the mean mustache, and our, our Xbox Wire uh, editor from the UK. He's he's but so that we we record this just so you guys know. Everybody, first of all, hi Rebecca, welcome back. I know you've been away for a few weeks. It's nice to be back. <laughs> I'm really excited to talk about where you've been because you've got some cool stuff to talk about. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're excited to have everybody back this week. Jeff, it's good to see you. We're, uh, we've got a lot going on this week. We've got a couple interviews, like I mentioned. We're going to talk about what we're playing. Um, I guess we'll start. Jeff, we'll start with you. I feel like we should start with you. Really? Yeah. I Do I deserve it? <laughs> well, thank you. I no, you always it. deserve it. You're always deserving of our <sighs> time. Is there is it what's your what's your angle here, Major Nelson? There's no I, angle. I just feel There's, like you're being awfully nice. Well, and here, I don't, uh, you, I don't you, know how to trust. So it's not so much what my angle is with you; it's more with Rebecca because I know she has something to talk about, and I want her to go 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 kind of. Oh, towards the so end. saving the best for last. <laughs> exactly. Therefore, exactly. the inverse is also true. Got it. <laughs> exactly. uh, should have just stopped while you were ahead, Jeff. <laughs> I should have. I should have. Since just, you asked, Larry. this is great. Um, yeah. So uh, you know, I've talked about it in recent weeks. I've been very into both Resident Evil Four, where I'm taking my time, but it is it's really good. I really love it, and then also. Um, Midnight Suns, which is a game that um, I, I had gotten back into over the course of the last few weeks. I hit the 40-hour mark, and actually last night I, I had this big climactic battle. Was the first, most of the time you're bringing three characters in. This was like a major two-stage battle with like two groups of three. And I was like, yeah, this, this is it. We're getting to the end here. And then after that battle, I was like, end of chapter one. And I was like, I'm sorry, <laughs> what? what? 40 hours for chapter one? Wow. I, well, are, you being about, a, are you being a completist? Like, are you finding everything? I, I've been doing, yes, I've been doing a That's lot of side funny. stuff. There's a few things I think I'm like ahead of the game with in, in some ways. And I was looking and they were like, there's there's three acts basically to the, uh, big fan of howlongtobeat.com, uh, which is built into actually the PC hub, the Xbox hub, uh, but it's a great standalone site as well. Apparently the game is most people finish it in about 60 hours uh, that do some side stuff and whatever. So chapter two, so, chapter three, chapter four is all going to come out at your rapid Chapter pass. two, three apparently are shorter <laughs> right. than, than chapter one, uh, but it's a really great game and uh, I I just am super into it. So um, I, you can even see the bones of where the XCOM team put little things in there. Even like some of the names of achievements are like sort of throwbacks to uh, to XCOM 1 and 2. Right. So uh, anyway, yeah. thoroughly into it. And between that and RE4, because I'm under the gun because a lot of good stuff is coming really starting mm -hmm. next week. So um, I got to I gotta knuckle down. I got to stop doing all this work stuff and just, and just basically <laughs> spend time over here. Well, the good news is you're going to be gone next week. It's true. I'll be on vacation, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to be More traveling with. Do I? Do I? I'm going to. I'll show you what I'm going to be traveling with. Show me. This is my little my little travel buddy. Yep. Um, I, I don't know if you can go full screen. Oh, I absolutely can. Here. Uh, this ah. is my Xbox Series S right. with my X screen on top. Beautiful X screen, and so all cool. I do. It, I mean, it's effectively like a, a chonky laptop. Um, you know, you probably shouldn't have it on your lap for too long, but 
I have done it. And uh, it works just awesome for like, you know, I just throw it, I just throw this into my backpack and I'm off and running and uh, I'll be, you know, we're going on. Like Show a the back of it because there's an interesting teacher. design on the back there. Have sure, you ever sure. seen this, Rebecca? So it's kind of, yeah. it's kind of, so that snaps along the back. One of the USB ports plugs, this is the X screen, plugs into the back. You can't see it, so it covers it. And that's what's feeding the power for the screen above. Mm-hmm. And then you've got enough, mm-hmm. that's your power up port on the right and then your your um, memory stick memory card on the left memory expansion side. there yeah, yeah, the memory yeah. expansion so do you have it in there i can't tell uh, i don't right now because when i got home because i was you know i was traveling for a couple right. of weeks i just popped it out and threw it, it in into my series x that's over in that cabinet and then i'm just gonna yoink it and pop it in there <laughs> although knowing what's coming up next week i'll probably have downloaded uh ghostwire tokyo first so i can bring that with me too yeah you got a lot to do nice exciting stuff oh yeah you have a lot to do so yeah. uh anyway nice to see your travel companion that is uh it's fun to i borrowed that. that from larry so thank you thank you larry yeah I've been, rebecca i've been borrowing it now for a, this is the two-month anniversary i think i'd be borrowing that well I, yeah, and, and let's be clear <laughs> when you asked me to borrow it i don't know if you know this rebecca and you are welcome to borrow it as well if ever you're you're traveling um Mm-hmm. Jeff, I said, Jeff, what do you need? He said, I don't want to borrow this. Okay. What new games do you need? I downloaded all the games from, I updated the Very system. Nice. I had it all ready Thank for him. He just had to plug it in. In fact, so mm-hmm. it's that just, is very just generous one, of, you, one yeah. of the services I provide. I'll do the same thing for you, Rebecca. So good. Mm, I may got a whole loaner service soon, anyway uh mm-hmm. what so you're, you've been you've been playing that do you have anything else on the back there i can't tell it looks like you're watching ted lasso with apple TV. i am watching ted lasso <laughs> well and then also uh mls um right. so uh you know big seattle sounders fan you can see a thing right there i'm a season ticket holder yeah and all the games are on apple tv this year and so actually what i did last saturday during the match is i i was like well i'm using this this the xbox to watch the game so then I pulled out the, oh, you no. know, during halftime, I pulled out the, you the, side screen? the X screen and I, and I used it as a little laptop and I was like, <laughs> so, uh, Perfect. yeah, I, I, so I had, I had COVID. I'd been testing positive at least for like the last week. So Are my, you still positive? my family was like, you said, oh, I'm okay. finally not after like 10 days. And I felt fine the whole time. But my, my, my family was like, yeah, you stay in that room and don't even think about coming out. Because <laughs> we don't want it. Which and, I, and just to be clear, fair, just to be clear, uh, that's like 85% of the room that you're looking at right there. It's not yeah, really it's, it's Just like over here, there's like a, there's a little pullout couch that we're like, I guess would stay. Uh, like hey, I basically, I woke up, I came here, I worked. <laughs> then I went over here, over to the <laughs> Xbox at, at the end of the day. And then I went over there and I just went in a big circle for, for a small hey, that circle. Was, for... That was my life in my New York apartment though. So. Okay. I, I got a feel for that. Like, yeah. this, is, this is what it's yeah. like to have an, a, a, 200 square foot efficiency or whatever. Yeah. Well, 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 I'm glad you're feeling better. And so are you allowed to go back to the rest of your house? You yeah. Yeah. No, okay. I've, uh, I'm testing negative. I good. check everything. Everything's good. Now I went back to the gym for the first time in a month yesterday. And I, I, if this mic needs to be adjusted, my arms will not lift up to do it. Because I see. I'm, I'm <laughs> you're a little second. Okay. What about um, you, Larry? What have you been up to? Yeah. I've, what have I been playing? You know, I've been playing. <laughs> oh, cornhole pro. <laughs> That's a, go that's on. A game. You know, have you ever played cornhole? <laughs> well, yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. There's. It's called. It's called ACL Pro Cornhole, and it's it's on Xbox. For let me see if I can I can bring up the uh, the, the I don't know if you can is see there it. a way to play the game with one hand because you have a beer in your other hand? It's, I don't know I, how it's, it's kind of with cornhole. the stick, and it's it's I did terrible last night, so I was just playing. I I, I saw this and I was like, what is this? And I so I downloaded it, and sure enough, it's it's cornhole. 
Um, wow. But the one, the one I've been playing quite a bit, I've been playing Apex, uh, Halo Infinite, gone back into that, of course, with their new season. But the one that I, has really grabbed me, and it's one of those, let me just play it for 10 minutes or 15 or a half hour. Dredge, have you heard of this game? <laughs> a lot of people on the team are playing this game, and it has started to be talked about in some like in hushed whispers as like a bit of a you know a, a potential like game of the year candidate. So t- tell us about oh. it. Well, it it is uh, it's from Team Seventeen. They did Worms and a bunch of other games, but essentially what it is, it's you have a little boat. It's all this third person. You're you're in a boat. At least it is. I've only played it for three hours. Maybe you get first person eventually. But you have a little boat and you have a series of tasks and you have to go fishing and trawling and you have to level up your boat and you know with with different with a net and with with the fishing and the lights and the horn and the whole thing. And you go smoking around. like a true uh, seaman here, Larry. <laughs> You're, it's got all the parts. It's got, it's got the all part the parts that touches. The and, and you and you have to go and you you know there's there's a day night cycle and you have to go out to different parts of the ocean and there's you know and discover things and then you have to go meet somebody and he asks you to go on some quest. So it's it's just there's a dark murky no pun intended side to this um, that I'm starting to discover with the story and it's it's like I went in I was like oh there's a I was I was in the evening once and I'm blowing my you know blowing my foghorn and this 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 uh there was a response it's not a multiplayer game so i was like oh it's the exact same horn back so i went and found it and this boat was like oh let me go see what that boat is and it basically turned into like this lantern fish and ate me it was rather rough so oh. yeah <laughs> things took a dark turn but it, you simply must play there's a there's a fishing mechanic of you know going out to the different spots and getting fish whether it's deep water shallow water what have you nighttime daytime mm-hmm. and then there's the parts of dredging things that are under there, whether it's a shipwreck or what have you. So there's there's a couple of different mechanics. But Jeff, I, I could see this being game of the year because it's just different enough and it's it wow. keeps pulling me back in. So I need you to go check Dredge out. Okay. Oh. So you know, you, as a, I have a kid, my yeah. dad my dad dragged me to go fishing so much when I was growing up. And then it's kind of funny that as an adult I've been fishing in like Disney Dreamlight Valley. Um What's the oh, shoot? Gosh, uh, Animal Crossing. Right. I fished mm-hmm. a lot in Animal Crossing, and then now Dredge. Well, but there's a lot of thought fishing. There's, video a, games. there's a lot of things that happen when you're younger that kind of stay with you. So, I mean, my my dad also, you know, he was a fly fisherman. Uh, so mm. that was something. That, I mean, you don't fly fish in this. Maybe maybe you do. How do you I don't catch know. A fly. I don't. How does that work? Are, are you being serious? Please move on. No, I'm not. Being okay. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just letting it just I just wanted that look from from Larry. You took the bait, Rebecca. I'm disappointed. <laughs> uh, I should have known. Dang. Uh anyway, so Literally. Dredge is and I to your point, Chef, there's a lot of people playing it. It's it's kind of I, I don't know where it's going. Um I'm just having a blast with it right now. So it's it's available right now. It looks and again, it's not one of these games that is Oh, it's 4K, 120 frames a second. It's just a, it's a, you know, it's a cartoony stylized, but it's, it's got something. Yeah, it's twenty nine ninety nine. Yep. Um, and it's budget priced. Yeah, yeah, and it's you know it's optimized for Series X and S, and but it's also playable on Xbox One, and uh, so there you go. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to try that out. I'm gonna download that and bring yeah. it on my on it my trip. Like it has probably a good story too, right? Well, yeah, it's starting. To, there's some, you know, there's some, there's some characters in it and you have to do certain things and there's, right. There's mystery and I'm upgrading. Now I'm trying to upgrade my net. I need to get a net now so I can go real, 
real trawling. But anyway, that's that's the one that for some reason is you know I Jeff, you're 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 a very interesting gamer in terms of and I, Rebecca, I'd love to hear from you on this as well. Jeff is going deep on a whole series of games. Um, I kind of spend uh, do the same thing, but just one game. Um, I just focus mm-hmm. my time because um, I'm not held up, which is a, smart. Because I'm not, not held up in a 200 it. square foot room, you know, under duress right now. <laughs> or you're not either. Could, yeah. Maybe that's the the depth level. It's like <laughs> Jeff goes really deep. Larry's kind of medium. And then I get bored with games after like <laughs> next <laughs> really next. short time. Sometimes yeah, I move on. Thank you. Game pass. Yeah. <laughs> possible to try a lot of different things. Uh, well, there was actually something that you had mentioned. Uh, again, I was listening to the show with Joe and uh, Malik a, a couple of weeks back when, when Rebecca and I were at GDC. Yeah. And um, you were talking about like gaming on a treadmill and like, can you do that? And the yeah. answer is you absolutely can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just can't do it with a game where you control like the the, the camera as well. Cause then like my oh, real yeah. life balance falls moving. off. So I, yeah, I can't, like <laughs> yeah. I couldn't play RE4 uh, that way where a lot of quick turns, but a game like Midnight mm. Suns, no problem at all. Yeah. So Dredge might be one of those ones. Yeah, you may, there, okay. there, you, you do, you can swing the camera around in Dredge. It's okay. not fixed. So maybe there's a way oh, you can fix not. it. I don't know. Maybe not. Okay. But, it's good for JRPGs and, yeah. you know, sort of yeah. top-down like game strategy games. A whole new category, games that are uh, well-played on a yeah. treadmill. <laughs> we should put that, we should make a category on the dash. Like, great, great for the, great for the treadmill. Great for the treadmill. Uh, so anyway, that that's what's really grabbing Cornhole's me right now. That. It's uh, Cornhole. I'm telling you, we should, I don't know if there's, Cornhole you know, there, 96. There may be multiplayer, Jeff. I'll have to check you. Rebecca, I don't know if you ever Ooh. want to play some Cornhole. We could, we could certainly. That sounds fun. I'll let you look it up. I can't, I can't even believe i started playing it it was it was uh it was anyway the one that i do need to play and we're gonna have an interview uh if all goes well later on uh mlb the show 23 it's uh or is an mlb 23 the show uh we're gonna have we're gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna play a little bit of that so uh jeff what do you look it up i'm looking up acl pro cornhole it just came out <laughs> last week uh it has real pro players um, it's like, it's funny. It's like, it, it looks like a, like a really nice, like set. I like I'm used to playing cornhole at like a brewery or in someone's backyard yeah. and right. like there's uniforms and stuff like no, that. There's lighting and, and it's, everything's all marked off. It's, it's legit. Yep. Uh, you can use personalities, Trey Ryder and Bernie neighbors. Yeah. Trey is not know. happy with me. I failed him last night. <laughs> 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 I'm just telling you right now, Trey, I'm sorry. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm 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 peaked. My interest is peaked here. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that's my uh, Rebecca. You've you've uh, had a chance to play something. Uh, let's talk about what you're playing. But I know you. One of the things you want to talk about is <laughs> Minecraft Legends. Yeah. So, uh, spoiler alert: I've been playing Minecraft Legends, as has Jeff. Um, so that's where I've been the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, Minecraft Legends is coming out really soon. Uh, Tuesday, April eighteenth. Almost um, here, and I know. And so, for the first time since before the pandemic, um, we took this game on the road, and we held like different like demo events, and we invited press and influencers to come and play the game and capture the gameplay footage. And I think we're starting to see some of that pop up this week. But I, the demo experience was really cool because we invited people to play an hour of the campaign. Um, and kind of like get the feel for how the mechanics work. You know, it's not like Minecraft where you're just like thrown into it and you just, all you can do is start punching trees right away. Like there are a lot of different um, 
you know, kind of like resources and different like actions and things that you need to learn with legends. Um, and so we did an hour of campaign for everyone who came and then we put them into PVP matches against the people who were in the room. Uh, so we got some friendly competition going, which was awesome. Um, and yeah, it was my first time actually playing the game. And I have to say, I really loved it. Uh, I, <laughs> After the one hour of campaign, I had a hard time setting the controller down, but uh, we had to move on to the PvP section. So, you know, um, but yeah, Jeff, what did you think of it? Uh, I was really into it. I, it was one of those things where I wasn't exactly sure what the genre of the game is. And until, because it was like, okay, there's strategy elements, there's like third... Mm-hmm. Uh, person sort of adventure elements. You know, normally you're used to playing uh, Minecraft in in first person. Oh, well, depending, I guess it depends on how you like to play. Um, and and so I, I like how it started off with the tutorial. And for the first twenty minutes, I'm like, how do I do this? And, and it's really you you are in the battle. And I guess if you're you're thinking about it as um, like you're the quarterback in a way, like you're on the field, you're actively playing, but you're also calling the shots. Yeah, and so it's really cool. Like it. you have. Is that, does that work? Um, there's like well, it a, works for yeah. here in the United States. What about the rest it of the country? It works for here. Uh, I guess <laughs> oh. you would be the number the number 10 in soccer or something like that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, you, you, you know, so things can happen, you know, in and around you, but things can happen elsewhere and you can direct people and, um, or direct, you know, your, your, your partner right. golems. And, uh, now the thing about like, when I'm, cause I do like RTSs. I generally like to play the campaign. I generally haven't liked to play multiplayer. But when we played Minecraft Legends at this event, I had so much fun in multiplayer, more more than I, I expected to have, because it was really interesting. We each found like a role that worked out well. Mm-hmm. And um, one person wanted to just build the base and make these like really complex like walls so that if someone did get into our base, they would actually get kind of hung up trying to get where they were going. And one person wanted to go out there and, and get into to, you know scrums. I wanted to explore and find like unique um, like mining and other sort of assets that we needed to for the person back at base to be it because it's shared resources. So that yeah. person was calling out to me like, hey, we, we need more coal so I can build, you know, whatever it is that they wanted to build. And so I was going out finding the coal and setting up the the sort of harvesting operation there and then occasionally finding treasure or other things like that. And then at the end, once we built up to make this like really awesome cannon that would uh, shoot in. We found it overlooked launcher, probably the redstone launcher yeah. that w- overlooked yeah. the other team's base. Once we had built up enough, we were basically ho- holding off the other team as best we can while we were basically saving up for this. Cause, and then once we got that, we all agreed, we're all just going to defend that thing and let it do its thing. And we ended <laughs> up winning and it was really, it was really fun. So I could imagine if we had, if we had played a second and a third match, they would have seen that strategy coming and would have maybe yeah. done something else. And we would have had to pivot. But the fact that we were able to have a role that we were comfortable with was, was great. Cause I found like multiplayer with RTS, sometimes I'm a little overwhelmed. Oh, there's something happening back at the base. There's something here or there. And I, and I'm just sort of like, I can't, multitask well enough that's not what this game was uh, at all and i was in my comfort zone the whole time and i I really liked it in the campaign you do have to assume all of those roles right but um yeah you're right in the pvp it was great because i don't personally care for building things i wanted to just go and attack and collect resources and so my team and i kind of (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we we kind of huddled at the beginning and figured out like, you know, who was going to do what. Um, 
it was a little bit tough because like the other team was in the room. And so <laughs> we were kind of, like shouting like, hey, we, we need more redstone. And they're like, what do you need yeah. redstone for? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, no, not a redstone launcher. It's fine. Um, but yeah, the, the campaign was really cool. Um, I think I am going to have a lot of fun with that on my own playing. Um, but you can also do campaign co-op. So, you know, Jeff, if you want to hit me up. That's the plan. Co-op. Yeah, Larry yeah. too. Sorry. <laughs> I want to. I just want to. Go, go ahead, Rick, because yeah. I want to show the photos that you sent over so we can include those. Oh yes, please do. Um, yeah, but PvP, you know, you can do. I think two v two, three v three, four v four, and then there's also that element of the piglet, like PvE. Uh, because the piglins are also mm -hmm. in the world and they're also attacking you while you're also trying to attack this other team and this other base. And so there's kind of this constant threat going on. And sometimes the piglins are a little annoying. It's like, oh, they're attacking the South Wall again. Like, <laughs> but, right. but uh, you could harvest yeah. them and there were certain materials that they that they would drop that actually you really needed. <laughs> totally. So at, at, if you, yeah. if, if there was a good balance of things, you know, going on there that, that, uh, yeah. I don't know. It, it really clicked with us very quickly. Our, our team, the red team, we, yeah, it was good. It was the, good. the red team. Our orange team, team, I guess. The red yeah. Team. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I want to just show, um, uh, Rebecca. Show the... Yeah. You did this event yeah. and we, you know, back in live events and this is, who, who do we have here? Yeah. So, um, that's me on the far right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so going, uh, left from me, we have Jaime Limon, who is the marketing manager for the game and he's, we've had him on the show across. Yeah. He's awesome. Uh, I've worked with Jaime for a long time, Minecraft dungeons, a bunch of other projects. Uh, then in the middle, we have Dennis Rees, who's our executive producer and he's kind of like the head honcho driving development and making the decisions and making everything happen. Um, we have Craig Lee, who's our principal design director, and he was so much fun. I, I had a great time getting to know him, and he just brings this like fun energy to the preview events and interacted really well with the uh, attendees. And then on the far left, we have David Fries, who is a release manager at Mojang Studios. And I don't think he works too much on Legends, but he is a great resource and super knowledgeable with tech stuff. And it was just awesome to get to hang out with them for a couple of weeks straight and, um, you know, travel. And we had all these kind of mishaps that happen. Like we, our flight to San Francisco got canceled. And so then we all ended up like needing to, you know, find a hotel room and, uh, you know, chit chat about all the different like gaming events that we've done in the past and like funny things that people have said about us when we've appeared on like live streams and podcasts and stuff. Like we kind of swapped like horror stories of some like mean comments we've seen on the internet, but also just like really happy, like good memories too of, you know, staffing events and seeing the energy from attendees. Um, um, and yeah, so the the other photos were just of the event spaces. So is that Lamar? Was in Jeff? Is that Lamar in that picture over to the left? That is Lamar. Lamar <laughs> Wilson. Yeah, Lamar, Lamar. Friend of this, friend yeah, of uh, so, friend of uh, all of us actually. Yeah, this is uh, this is one yeah. of the events you did. That th these are these are press and influencer events. It's not like we had a public event. I just want to make sure everybody understands what's going totally. on here. Yeah, these were invite only. It's like, you know, we're going to get ready to send out codes for the game and let people play it at home. And so we wanted to kind of have that introduction and give them pointers direct from the development team, like give them the opportunity to ask questions and um, kind of get them ready to um, evangelize the game for us and like share with their communities, their perspective, their tips and things like that. And then this is uh, in the San Francisco space, um, another press and influencer event. Uh, I'm going to miss that loft. I think you see Snowbike Mike in there. Right 
Where is he? Uh, host of the X-Cast. He's uh, sort of in the middle of the screen there. In the oh, there he is. There he is, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, if you're watching this on Spotify or YouTube, you can see the video there. But let's get back to our lovely faces, and we'll continue on here. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Rebecca. Sounds like fun. We'll maybe... Um, you know, we're going to talk about next week's show after the interviews, but maybe we can play a little bit of that next week if we have time. Maybe. I would love that. Maybe. You're not going to be here, pal. <laughs> yeah, but the internet is everywhere. Even in Canada, they have it. Oh, you're, anyway, um, we're going to kind of drift into the news section right now, which, uh, Jeff, usually you handle that, and I don't know if you are up to the task this time. Psh, psh, uh, come this, on, man. You're going you're to move three inches over to the uh, news desk. How's he supposed your, to say no? Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Just... Coming over the wire here. Uh, so uh, this week we announced four games coming to Xbox Game Pass, as we tend to do. Minecraft Legends is, of course, one of them. You'll be able to play that uh, on cloud console and PC April 18th. Of course, available day one with Xbox Game Pass. This week, you're able to play Iron Brigade. Do you remember this one? Larry, oh, I do. A tower defense shooter from uh, Double Fine. I do. That's coming to cloud and console, and that's available now. Next I think week it was called something this. else before they changed the name. This is a deep cut. I'll have to think about that. Oh, well, let, let us know what you uh, you come back with. Ghostwire Tokyo, uh, this one, coming from... Wow, okay. I know, I can see you have the gloves on, Larry. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo is uh, coming out on April 12th. We announced this one uh, from the makers of Hi-Fi Rush. Very different game, but very much looking forward to it. It has a new update as well. If, you, if you're um, thinking like, cool. wait a minute, that sounds familiar because it's been on PlayStation, right? Oh, uh, yeah. It came right. out uh, on PS5 last year. Yep. Yes, so exactly. For those people so who think, I think that sounds familiar. Why do I know that? That's why. Exactly. Yeah. So it has some new content. So even if you had played it before, and it was out on PC, it was out on Steam as well. So it's coming now to cloud, uh, next-gen consoles, Xbox Series X and S, and also uh, PC uh, through, you know, PC Game Pass. So um, many more folks will have the opportunity to play it starting next week. Uh, on console, NHL 23 is now part of EA Play, so uh, just in time as we're getting close to the playoffs here for NHL. And um, also EA Sports PGA Tour is in its early access trial, yeah. uh, and that is available now. Hmm. The, uh, what? No, you just, you had this, this, this really, this, you planted it well, as we say in the business. Ah, you know, let's just soak that in. A yeah. lot to play. A yeah. lot to play. Work on that backlog. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, Larry, you've got your gloves. So why I don't do. we go ahead and uh, and go to what you've you got sure? here. Okay. Oh, go ahead and read it. Oh, I'll, I'll well, more news. We'll come back to me, but let's let's break it up here. All right. Here we go. Go ahead and read that because here we go. This is what we got. Look at this. Uh, this is where you put in some record scratches because this oh. is the remix. Yeah. The Xbox wireless controller remix special edition. Now, this one's a little bit different. Why do we call it the remix? Because it is partially made from post-consumer resin. So like reclaimed CDs, water jugs, parts of other controllers. And so this is uh, to celebrate Earth Day this year. Uh, we've created a controller that features month. recovered plastics. One third of it I are made it. from reclaimed materials and regrind. So um, because... It is so made with post-consumer materials right here. Exactly, exactly. So this is why you sort <laughs> your plastics. You, if you look at the if you look at the grips, there's some subtle variations, oh, swirling, yeah. markings, texturing. Each one go. of these it controllers focused. is actually going to look different than other ones. Oh, so if you put two next to each other, that is so because, cool. Yeah, 
so there's it's a subtle variation. They're all going to be green and various shades of green, but um, there are uh, some just subtle variations that you'll see throughout actually the controller as the well. Grid. Yep. I do as well. There's so, a, um, go ahead, Jeff, keep going. Cause there's yeah, a lot, so there's, something some, there's another interesting thing about, about this. this. Exactly. Um, we also are including an Xbox rechargeable battery pack. Xbox is exploring ways to use less plastic and reduced waste. Oh, that's so great. Um, this has the what you might know as the play and charge kit. I'm a big fan of those. And so you can just put that in instead of AA batteries. Yep. And uh, You're good to go. it will give a significant amount of uh, battery life, up to 30 hours of battery life per charge. And you can charge it up uh, by plugging in a USB-C. And so you can play it while it's charging. It'll take about four hours to get up to a full charge. And That's then why they call it the play and charge thing. kit. Exactly. So it's a little out of focus there, but it works. And uh, yeah. and as of course, like all Xbox uh, Series X and S controllers, it's got both Bluetooth technology so you can play on PC as well as the Xbox um the Xbox proprietary. Ooh, hey, by the way, I just uh, noticed wireless. that custom yes. that, that that design we saw on the grips. It actually also exists on the on like the battery cover there. No, on the grips. I mean, it, the it has it oh. on the grips, but it also has it on the triggers. Oh, nice. Oh, on the triggers. Yeah, I see it. Oh. Yeah, see the LB, the, oh, the bumpers cool. and on the triggers. You have some of that as well. So, oh. so they nice they thing. they rejected my original headline, which is this controller is trash because you get it, it was made with recycled <laughs> materials. I like that. <laughs> Provocative. It's actually a really nice controller. And they properly is, uh, rejected your idea. Yeah, this is why I'm not in. Uh, this is, don't listen I guess to me. We didn't want so to see the headlines. Be, Xbox released a trash controller. <laughs> I, but in like in a good way. Anyway, uh, so because this does include that wireless uh, battery kit, this is going to be an MSRP of eighty four ninety nine. Will it be released April eighteenth? And uh, so check your local retailer for product availability in All your right. region. Very there cool. we go. I have, I got to tell you guys, I mean, we, 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 you know, I'm always got, I've always got the white gloves out and a lot of it is for controllers. I have so many controllers in this office. I mean, I, I just should, you can see many of them back here. Those are the elites we talked about last we week. We can't because you're not full screen. Uh, we should just completely, you can see some of them there back they here. Are. I, I, I should yeah. just take this TV away and just put in a wall of controllers. It's just, it's, you should it's, do that. They're suitable got, for framing. They're, they're beautiful. I have a few on All the of them are well. just, they're beautiful little Fabergé eggs unto themselves. So moving right along, what else you got, Jeff? Uh, yeah, just a few other bits here. Some updates to some some big games. One is No Man's Sky. The Interceptor update is the largest new update in recent memory. Yeah, I think you kind of have to say that because No Man's Sky has been around for quite some time at this point. But this is a really is big it, is update. It like, uh, is it like five years? Oh, it's more than that. Because the reason I remember um, is because when we started doing Inside Xbox, the first episodes when we would do them in studio... Or this week on what remember the show we used to do and and we, oh, all right so it has been five years okay. and the game had been out on PC and I want to say it was out on like PS4 and PlayStation more than right that. so it's so it's, it's coming up on five years okay so on, I'm right. on Xbox so yeah 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 pretty good so but anyway significant new update here and people were uh, talking a lot about it we've got a, a whole story here um, on Xbox Wire from Sean Murray uh, who you oh, may know from Hello nice. Games of course yeah uh, Overwatch two. 
definitely been showing us support fans some love. First, we had Kiriko, uh, who who appeared, I want to say, what, late last year or earlier this year. Now, Life Weaver mm-hmm. has been introduced. Life Weaver has some really interesting, I would say, game-changing abilities um, in terms of like being able to like grab members of your team and pull them out of danger. Yeah. Um, very interesting stuff. Uh, he will uh, arrive as part of season four on April 11th. So uh, yeah, so next week. Um, and I think that a good life weaver could be a, a significant boon to your team. Uh, just looking at sort of comments on Instagram, people were like, all right, I, maybe maybe I finally put Moira down, you know, uh, right. for a change. So we will see. Uh, I'm still doing the pharmacy to- meta. Oh yeah, I mean with, that's with good. Farrah and that's, Mercy, that's good. That's good for Farah. It's yeah. bad for the rest of your team. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I even it out. I even it out. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, I haven't. Then, I haven't. Yeah, go on. So I haven't really played much of Overwatch, but I really enjoy all the different like cinematics that they do for the characters. <laughs> yeah. like the intros, they're really good. I just well, sat I mean, and watched uh, historically, <laughs> like a couple months ago, histor- I mean, yeah. Blizzard does those very, very well. Yeah. Right, they do them so yeah. well. Yeah, and they've really carved out the lore, you know, for Overwatch like significantly over the past six years, six or seven, seven years. years yeah. yeah, it's been yeah going on for some yeah. time. So, um, another game that uh, an indie game that that folks have been talking about is Meet Your Maker. This is an FPS game where you're both shooting, but then also using you're also like crafting and raiding and building as well. So right. this is just something that I had noticed people talking about and there's like a whole content roadmap they're already thinking about these things uh definitely seems like really uh, buttoned up in that way so i want to try this out so meet your maker uh build raid and upgrade and that is uh that's available all right and then we also had a member of our team from xbox wire mike nelson got to play star rise star wars jedi survivor at an event that took place last week in la this is gonna be a good game we're all looking it it oh, all yeah. the signs are really shaping up uh uh and what i appreciate about this is that dev team is really talking about here are the things that people really didn't like now we liked star wars uh uh fallen order jedi fallen order like a lot mm-hmm. but there were things like the map for instance that man, were a little yeah. bit tricky and there was things like fast travel which i think didn't exist in the game pain. and that people well mm-hmm. they've heard all of this and they're taking it to heart and it just really seems like it's going to be not just improving the things that are that we were complaining about but really providing a heck of a lot more so i'm pretty excited yes. about it. it's coming out uh april 28th we have a lot of games to play we got we have uh, we got to catch up on this backlog because you, you know, have next to. week we'll be playing <laughs> jedi survivor we got to play dredge we have to play minecraft legends which is coming out in another week and then we have a week after that or 10 days after that will be jedi survivor right. And then Redfall. And then Redfall May 2nd. (laughs) And then Zelda's in May. I mean, there's a a lot of stuff. So um, Here we are. Exciting things. And then one last thing, in case you didn't have enough to play, free play days. I just got this in. PGA Tour uh, 2K 2023, Black Desert, Bravery Bravery and Greed, and The Elder Scrolls Online are all available for Xbox Live Gold and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members to play. Uh, from the time you hear this all the way until Sunday night, that is April 9th at 1159 Pacific Daylight Time. 
Did you cover everything Enjoy. in the notes as well? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pull up the notes in front of me here because I know there were some I things. Even, in- I didn't even. Oh, well, yeah, actually, there's a big spring sale going on until <laughs> yeah. uh, until 420. No joke. Save up to 60 percent on select Xbox digital games, PC games. Uh, there are Xbox Series X bundles. There are savings on Xbox controllers, 50 uh, percent on select movies and TV shows. Like there's uh, a lot of stuff going on there. And then there's a. Now, a game called uh, an expansion um, for Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. It's coming out in May uh, on May 16th. That was announced. This is breaking news. Uh, Return of Rome. It is unlike previous DLCs. Uh, and so now we're up to 16 original civs, many other surprises. So there's there's a lot going on here. I will have to try that out. Yeah, we'll have to get somebody on to talk about uh, Age of Empires Rome. So. They're basically bringing Age 1 into Age 2. Right. So all so it's all sixteen original sibs from Age One will be coming into Age Two. So that's that's there's actually a lot. pretty unprecedented. Yeah, there's, there's pretty a lot. cool. All right, we've all got right. to get to some interviews, and then we'll come back on the other way and tell you about next week's show. Rebecca, if you if you would so kindly bring us into those interviews, I would appreciate it. Yes, for sure. So first up, Kelly uh, returned to the show and chatted with Chris Lynn, who is the lead producer at PUBG Madison, and he came on to chat about PUBG's five-year anniversary. can't believe, has it really been five years? Uh, and then Malik, uh, Malik of this week, came on to chat with Ramon Russell <laughs> uh, about MLB The Show 23. Can confirm it's MLB The Show 23 and not MLB 23 The Show, uh, which is now on Xbox Game Pass. So let's listen in. Hi, guys. Hope you've been enjoying the pod so far. Uh, I'm really excited today to be joined by, we have Chris Lynn here, a member of the production team uh, over at PUBG. So excited to talk with you today. Uh, How are you doing today, Chris? I'm doing awesome. Really excited to be here. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So um, you're here to celebrate uh, the six-year journey of PUBG. That feels like it was just yesterday when PUBG launched, but also uh, a lifetime of things have happened. Can you give us a mm-hmm. few of your highlights of uh, some of your favorite moments of the past six years? Yeah, um, there have been a ton of highlights. Uh, I myself haven't been with this team for all six years, but remember plenty of the game fondly, plenty of the uh the really large steam concurrent users and all these types of things but yeah 2017 is when it initially dropped um i've had the pleasure of being with the team for a couple of years now and um you know through the awards the concurrence all this type of stuff it's just been crazy crazy yeah and you've been able to try some new things um with the game and and with your like business model and a lot of different things so uh, I believe it was January 2022, you guys went free to play. Uh, can you tell me what impact that had on your business model and how that might have changed like the player ecosystem and that kind of thing? Yeah, uh, it changed a ton. Um, it was a really, just a really, really great planning and idea to just bring the, just bring battlegrounds to everybody. You know, battlegrounds for all has always been something that's been mentioned and Free to play just offers up so much, so many more users, so many more opportunities, um, different feedback, feedback loops, different folks from different regions, um, content creation. It just it just brings in so much, so much more and just breathes life back into the game, even for players that have been there for all six years. Um, they you know get to interact with a ton of new people and maybe even friends they didn't have uh, had the title yet. Uh, free to play just opens all these doors, um, really battlegrounds for all. 
Yeah. Do you feel like um, the new players and the old players kind of mixing together and creating new strategies has led to anything fun? Um, It's, you know, always interesting when you're exploring a game you think you know everything about and you're always learning new things. So Mm. um, you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, it, um, specifically in the interactions with the game, um, you know, you're fighting and you're having these gunfights and you're like, man, this person's doing something I'm not so used to or like not so meta. And then, you know, that that kill card happens. You're like, oh, yeah, you know, level 15, level 22 or, you know, even that introduces to the high, high level players like, wow, there's this new stuff going on, these new types of players. Um, I think for me, just like the aggression really went up all these new players coming in, it just felt like matches just got that much more aggressive. (laughs) (laughs) They're sweaty and they have something to prove. Uh, And it's always interesting to like see the game through a player's eyes where it's like, Oh, I'm going to approach it aggressively rather than like strategically. And it does change a lot. So um, it's really cool to see the amount of players that are able to kind of get in and teach each other new things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay, so I am not allowed to ask you about any like major secrets, but I do have to ask if there uh, is anything coming up for players in PUBG that we should know about. Yeah, I mean, across the entire game, we're we're taking a look at uh, things that can be improved, things that can be added upon via gunplay, maps, tactical equipment. I mean, we're really we're really looking in game. Uh, out game we're looking at all facets and trying to improve upon what we've already been doing um a large part of that is looking at player feedback looking at things that we think we could improve based on that and it takes time but um you know i can confidently say with the sixth anniversary and this 2023 you know outlook and roadmap that we're really 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 looking top to bottom yeah, is there uh, an area or a particular update that you are personally really excited for? Yeah, yeah, without being too specific, but I've always been, <laughs> you know, a maps person um and the tactical equipment is very very close to my heart. Um but maps, we've we've taken a lot of what we learned <laughs> on Destin, our most recent map, and some of the some of the things we wanted to try there with um density and 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 you know, just buildings in general. And I can, I could say that there's, there's some stuff in play that we're really, really excited about uh, for maps. Um, that's really cool. Uh, map changes are always uh, a really great shakeup. So excited to see mm-hmm. uh, the future for you guys. I do have one last question, but I wanted to ask first um, if there was anything else in the past six years that you wanted to touch on, anecdotal story, anything um, to kind of celebrate and highlight that six-year journey the game has been on? Oh, that's a great question. I, <laughs> I always I always tend to just lean back towards the community and towards the creators and things that um, support the title. Um, you know, I... I can't reply to everything, but love to just watch videos and streamers and and just see what folks are doing and you know ranked play or map rotations. Um, but it's it's really really driven by the players. You know we we can we can look at it as much as we want to and the improvements we want to look at. But like over six years, it's just how many players have had impacts on this game on this title. Um, I, I know it's kind of corny to say that, but that's that's what I think of is our players and the people that really support the game. Yeah, that's awesome. I love to hear that. 
Um, okay, so my last question was around the April Fool's event um, that mm. I believe is an annual thing, and it's still up until April 10th, and I've heard something about giant chickens. Can you mm-hmm. tell me what that mode is mm-hmm. and, and how people can kind of enjoy it? Yeah, so this year it's it's a kind of a mix of a lot of things that we've enjoyed and the fans have enjoyed. Uh, Bizarre Battle, Battle Royale is back. Um, giant Chicken is back. There's a bunch of zombies. There's there's a bunch of stuff going on. You can you can purchase yourself some upgrades and just play. It's still last team standing. It's still you know you can play with your friends and things like that. But it is it 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 truly is kind of like a sixth anniversary thing because it is some of the crazy stuff we've done over time and some of the stuff that has gotten pretty good feedback recently with like the bizarre stuff. Um, so yeah, that's up for you know I think until April 10th. So please go try it. It's a lot of fun. It's free to play. Yeah. We won't give too much away. You'll have to just go explore the giant chickens and zombies for yourself and figure out mm-hmm. what that means. Uh, well, Chris, what thank you so much you. for your time today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we really appreciate your time and um, we're lucky to have you on the pod. And um, yeah, thank you so much. Thanks. Hope to be here soon again. And I really appreciate yeah. it. Take me out to the ball game is what you're going to be seeing when you play this next game, or maybe you're already seeing it because it came out on March 28th. Of course, I'm talking about MLB The Show 23, which is out now on Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and of course, day one in Xbox Game Pass. Here to talk more about it is, and I got to get this title right, product development, communications, and brand strategist from Sony, Ramon Russell. Ramon, how's it going? It's going great. It's nice to talk to you, Malik. How you doing? I'm I'm doing well, uh, especially since playing MLB The Show 23. I started it last night. I'm a little bit late uh, to the to the pitch. I don't know. I was trying to make a really weird baseball pun there, but um, <laughs> I wanted to. So I'm really enjoying the game so far. I wanted to start a little bit, though, with that title. I know I stumbled on it a little bit at the beginning because it's such an impressive title. What does a product development communications and brand strategist do? I'm still trying to figure that out myself. (laughs) Um, Everybody here on the team, we all wear many, many hats. You know, not one individual does one singular thing. Like we all have a lot of responsibilities. So it was just the closest title we could come up with that kind of encapsulates, you know, you know, some of my contributions to the team. But, you know, it's a team Uh, effort here. Team effort. Love that. That segues well into a team game that being MLB the show 23 which this is the third year that it's been on Xbox and the fan reaction online has been uh, like it's been really impressive from from the team's perspective and maybe yours a little bit what's it been like being able to bring this game to Xbox players oh you know we have the same goal as major league baseball we want to bring a premium officially licensed baseball game to as many people as we possibly can and the only way we could do that was being buzzed by being on all of the major platforms yeah and i think that it's all about as you mentioned bringing as bringing the game to as many players as possible now when i jumped into the game immediately one of the first things that you notice is kind of like the overwhelming number of options that they're in this game because there's so many new features can you tell us a little bit about what players who are jumping into the game can expect that's new this year Right. So we have a multitude of game modes. You know, we have exhibition, which is in every single sports mode. Right. You know, you just go in. You want to play as your favorite team because you got a, a little bit of time. But if you have a little bit more time and you want to try to build the next powerhouse, you know, we have franchise mode. We also have a mode where you create your own character and try to get him to the Hall of Fame, which is called Road to the Show. We have this amazing online card collecting mode called Diamond Dynasty, where you get to play as 
everyone and you get to build these crazy Frankenstein teams just by playing the game and unlocking more content. Uh, and we have a brand new game mode this year called Storylines. It's a new game experience celebrating the rich history of the Negro Leagues. Yeah, and I wanted to jump into that um, a little bit because, you know, in prepar preparation for this, I was like, let me jump in and play this. And I was like, man, I, I don't really know much about the Negro League, so am I the right person to do this? And then it clicked for me. It was like, that's exactly why this needed to be done, uh, to kind of tell the history of the Negro League. So um, can you tell us a little bit? And, and then I would just want to quickly give my reaction because it was so amazing the work you did and kind of the detail that you went through. So it opens with Bob Kendrick, who is kind of like the president of the Negro Leagues Museum and just the music, the B-roll on, uh, on top of, you know, his very powerful words was like so striking. It just hit such an amazing tone. And then I jumped into the story of Satchel Page. Can you tell us a little bit about why it was so important for the team to tackle this work? Well, you know, the Negro Leagues is a very important part of not only baseball history, but also black and American history. Um, and you can't tell the story about baseball without talking about the Negro Leagues. You know, unfortunately, Major League Baseball had a nearly six decade long ban on black and brown players in Major League Baseball. And one day, Rube Foster, the father of black baseball, said, OK, you won't let me play with you. I will create a league of my own. And he and some other independent owners, they created the Negro National League. And it was a super successful baseball league for almost 40 years. And that story really hasn't been told. And that's why we knew we needed to create something special and different to specifically be able to tell those stories. Because as you mentioned, you know, myself included, a lot of people don't know what the Negro Leagues are and they don't know about the players and or how good they are. So if we were to have just thrown a Satchel Page and a Hank Thompson, you know, into the game, very vast um, part of our fan base wouldn't know who the hell they are. And that feels cheap, that, that feels a little, that feels real icky. And so what we needed to do was create an interactive way to be able to do something very difficult in video games, which is to educate, to enlighten, and to inspire. And we believe we've done that with the creation of this new game mode called Storylines. Yeah, I mean, when I jumped into it, specifically with the Satchel page, it was the first one that I jumped into. It was really interesting how, uh, you know, Bob Kendrick told like really interesting stories like him not knowing when he was born or like nobody knowing like the exact year he was born and also him jumping in as like one of the oldest players for their first for their rookie year and it's like these small things that add to when you jump into the game and i think the first challenge is like throwing like four strikeouts um in a game and it's just like that added bonus of that backdrop really makes it so that when you jump into the game it means a lot more and then the small details that y'all did like obviously the crowd wearing uh, attire that you, you saw back in the day. And so it was just, it immersed me. Um, was it a little bit difficult for the team to kind of like jump into something knowing the amount of work that would need to go into this? Oh, absolutely. This was by far the biggest project the San Diego studio um, MLB team has taken on. I had no inclination or thought that we would be able to launch it uh, in MLB The Show 23. I was thinking 24 would make mo more sense because there were just so much work that needed to be done. And when we first reached out to Bob, we didn't have a feature. Um, we've been talking to Bob now since 2020. And when we first talked to him, there was no feature. We had no idea how to do this. We were just trying to figure out, you know, how do we start to build up a foundation and a knowledge base 
so that we can ask the right questions and have the right people in the room to answer those questions. And after our first conversation with Bob, it became readily apparent that Bob and the museum not only have to be involved in this project, but the entire project is really Bob and the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum. How do we use his story and his knowledge as a Negro Leagues Baseball historian to put that into the game in an interactive way that makes sense for a participatory medium? Because, you know, that's what makes video games so special. You have the controller in your hand. You have agency. But at the same time, because the Negro Leagues is such a touchy subject, how do we immerse you in the Negro Leagues in the right way for an E4All video game when you're going to have the control in your hand. And so we decided very early on that we would tell the bulk, the vast majority of the storytelling before you actually go in game. And that's why we created these super cool, you know, micro documentaries that you'll see before every moment. That's why they're really short. That's why we added in all of this amazing artwork. That's why you see the archival footage and the motion graphics, because we knew as a gamer, we have to keep your attention span because you're just sitting there watching for the moment. And how do we keep you engaged and enlightened before you go in game? And that's why you see the super high production value for those videos. I mean, super high production is spot on. It is like you all knocked it out of the park, not to use a, overuse a pun, but like it is really reminiscent of what you would see on any of your favorite streaming services. And I, like, I know uh, a lot of gamers are maybe weary about jumping into something like this, again, to your point of, about around it being sensitive topic, a sensitive topic. But I think the way you all handled it and how just pitch perfect the tone is, it, it was just, I was blown away. And so I'm curious from your perspective, what other storylines do you all, you know, this was called storyline season one. What other storylines you all having, uh, have coming down the, the line? Because I know obviously baseball, America's pastime, it's called that for a reason. So many stories that you could potentially tell. Mm -hmm. uh, any teases into what may be coming down the line? Well, you know, because Storylines is kind of essentially a micro documentary series. Uh, that's why we call it season one. Normally, if you're watching something on your favorite streaming service, a season, they normally happen once a year. Uh, so that's why we called it seasons. So season two would be next year's game if we're so lucky to be able to make one. And there will be a brand new crop of Negro League players. And the reason why we called it season one is we knew we wouldn't be able to tell the breadth and the depth of Negro League's history in one game cycle. You know, uh, sports game development cycles are like nine months. That's not a lot of time. And there's no way we could tell 40, 50, 60 different players' stories in, you know, a nine-month development cycle. So we sat down with Bob Kendrick and we thought, okay, so for year one, who are the first eight individuals that make sense to tell their stories? And there's really no right or wrong answer, but we had to think about, you know, position diversity. We had to think about, you know, other legends that are being introduced into the game. We don't want to have like too many shortstops or we don't want to have too many pitchers. We also want to save enough heat for future years. And we want to be able to use, you know, the superstar names, the transcendent names to help bring up, you know, the other names of people that you might not know about. So people know who Jackie Robinson is. If you're at least mildly a baseball fan, you've probably heard of Satchel Paige. And so we use those two iconic figures to introduce you, you know, to some more iconic figures that you've never heard of, like the great Martin DeHigo, like the great John Wesley Donaldson, like the great Hank Thompson. And so that's really been our focus from the word go. And, and so far, you know, the response we've seen from Storylines has been nothing short of amazing. 
Yeah, I mean, it has been impressive. Major kudos to the team at Sony San Diego. Uh, just really impressive stuff. And I, I am sure you all will be back for next year. I mean, I feel like it's it's a given. Um, but I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and talk a little bit about um, face scan. Now, I personally have always wanted to be a baseball player, but hand-eye coordination is not so great. Athletic <laughs> ability, not so great. You know, all those things that you kind of need to be a baseball player doesn't work. But with the new face scan feature, of course, you can put yourself into the game. Can you tell us a little bit about what this means for players and, and how it kind of works? Well, it's one photo. Uh, the tech in the FaceCan app is absolutely amazing future-facing tech. All you need to do is download the companion app for MLB The Show, go outside when it's bright and sunny or in your bathroom when it's bright and sunny, and you take one photo and we build your face from that one photo. But after the fact, you can go in and you can change your hairstyle. You know, you can change your facial hair. You can tweak your skin tone. So it's really been an amazing piece of tech you know, that the good folks at uh, Sony were able to develop and we used it to create the face scan app. I love that. Uh, I'm excited to go in and make myself a World Series uh, a superstar and, and go all the way to the World Series and win it. Nice. And my, maybe my, make my parents proud for the first time in my life. Uh, that's a joke. Everyone watching at home. So um, really excited, uh, you know, for what you all have done on the game. I want to I want to kind of take a turn a little bit away from the game, but staying on the topic of baseball, because we know. The atmosphere at a baseball game, you know, you hear the crack of the bat, you know, mm -hmm. you, you smell the uh, the food, the, the crowd going wild. Um, but I want to go back to the food because I'm a big foodie. Um, what is your favorite food at a baseball game? I'm curious. Oh, man, it depends on the stadium. It oh, really exactly. depends on the stadium because all, you know, every baseball stadium, they're known for something different. Like San Diego, you know, it's like it's tacos. Like the tacos mm -hmm. here are amazing at Petco Park. Uh, the barbecue here is actually really good, too, which is, you know, crazy. But, you know, if you go to Pittsburgh or you go to the San Francisco Giants Stadium, it's something else. And so that's also what I love about the different baseball stadiums is that you're going to get something different. And every baseball stadium, they specialize in a different type of food. So it's hard for me to choose one particular thing, but it probably have to be the hot dogs, you know, uh, at Wrigley Field. That's that's what I was. I'm a New York guy, uh, Yankees fan here. Grew up going to Yankees and Mets games, and a simple hot dog with ketchup is is kind of my go to. And but I I love. I was in San Diego recently and walking past uh, Petco. I I want to go to a Padres game, so maybe I come down here. You know, me and the team, we can just go out and and uh, watch a Padres game. How does that sound? That sounds fantastic. I love it. I love it. So, uh, Ramon, this has been fantastic. Any last words you have for kind of the players uh, as they jump into MLB The Show 23? Oh, have fun. Lots of more content coming. And we're, we're so appreciative of all the support from Xbox fans this year. And since we've been on Xbox platform, uh, we, we really appreciate it. And we're going to keep trying to make the best possible baseball game we can every single year. Thank you, Chris and Ramon, for coming on to the show and chatting about PUBG and MLB The Show 23. Good stuff this week. <laughs> I just um, noticed Pumba just lifted his head up when that. you said thank you. He's like, yeah, well, you're welcome, pal. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. He, anyway. he thinks I'm done with my calls and it's time to go for a W-A-L-K. Yeah, don't say oh. that word. Uh, yeah, or or he's, he, he's you know, hearing about baseball. When I think about baseball, I think about the food you get to eat while you're watching a baseball yeah, game. Baseball is not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, we're, uh, thank you. Thank you again. Thank you for everybody joining the interviews, our guests. And of course, uh, of course, Malik and, uh, and Kelly. It was good to chat with them. That's what I meant by having everybody on the show when I said that earlier. Okay. Uh, we're going to wrap things up because we're running a wee bit long, but I want to point out next week, Jeff will not be with us. 
but that's fine. And in fact, we're n- kind of not going to be with you either in this format. We're going to do it live. So Rebecca, oh. Rebecca and I are headed into the studio. We did with last show we did was in February. We got a few special things planned for you. I think we're gonna have maybe Kelly's gonna join us um, as well. So we're gonna we're gonna go into the studio. We're gonna do a live show. So that'll be next uh, Friday, which is what is that? The fourteenth. Uh, Friday the fourteenth, yeah. and we're gonna do it in the morning. 14th. Keep an eye on my uh, keep an eye on my Twitter, and I'll make sure I, I tweet that out and tell you when we, when you can join us. Love to have you join us. Probably have some stuff to give away as well. So right, Rebecca, I hope maybe we'll play, you know maybe yeah. we should play Legends yeah. during that session. Oh, maybe I'll see what I can do. Okay, see if you can get me a code by then. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> so anyway, all right, gang. Uh, thanks, Jeff. Enjoy your uh, enjoy your time off, my friend. I will. I'll 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 watch. I'll I'll put some comments in while I'm driving Thank across you. the board. <laughs> Thank you. And then Rebecca, thanks for joining us this week, and we'll see you next week. Bye, bye, everybody.